Are you a finance, tax, or internal audit professional in the restaurant industry? Join us July 26th through 28th, 2022 in Dallas, Texas for the National Restaurant Association's Finance, Tax, and Internal Audit Expert Exchange Conference. With an agenda built by professionals in the food service industry, you can expect to gain the knowledge essential to your daily workload and long-term career. Please visit restaurant.org finance to learn more and register. We can't wait to see you in person. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm your host, Carly McBride, Content Communications Manager. For today's episode of Order Up, I'm excited and honored to speak with Michelle Corsmo. You may know Michelle joined the National Restaurant Association team in May as president and CEO, and also CEO of the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation. In this role, Corsmo is responsible for delivering value to the association's members, the 52 state association partners, and the restaurant industry. With Corsmo's leadership, the association continues to pursue its vision for a thriving restaurant and food service community through strong operations, risk mitigation and talent development, advancing and protecting business vitality, and driving knowledge and collaboration. So Michelle, welcome and big congratulations on your new role. We know you've been extremely busy, so we're very thankful you're taking some time to speak with us today. Thank you so much, Carly. It's great to be here. Great. So as I mentioned, you're joining us as our new president and CEO. So as an introduction, tell us about your background, how it brought you here, and what your new role entails. So I grew up in North Dakota on a farm. Certainly never imagined that I would one day be in Washington, D.C. and a part of a great, amazing big trade association. But I did very much want to always be involved in politics. I was pretty young when I got the political bug and started doing work locally. And then in college, I was the state lobbyist for our student government, which was really fun. And then that, of course, led me into other advocacy roles. Eventually, I think like so many of us in this business, we found our way to Washington, D.C., and I had a great experience working at the Department of Labor. And it really helped me understand that Washington is one of those towns that I would call a company town. And when you work for a different division in the company, you really learn that company more. The administration is one part of that company. Capitol Hill and Congress is another part of the company. And then trade associations and lobbying are a different part of that same company town. So I had the opportunity to go and work in the trade association business. And I thought, well, this is a part of the company I should learn. So really excited about my work at the American Land Title Association and was able to really, I think, make a difference there. Started in the spring of 20, 2008, which for those of you that can remember, was the beginning of the housing crisis. And so for the title insurance industry, it was really a tough time. And it was great to be at that trade association helping our members through that tough time, and then also helping lead the trade association that was dealing with that same economic pressure. I became the CEO of that association and really had a wonderful time leading that group and solving a lot of industry problems with our members. And then that led me to a terrific opportunity as the president and CEO of the Wine and Spirit Wholesalers of America. So loved being in the hospitality business and getting to know the complicated nature that is state-based alcohol regulation. And then when I got the call to come and interview for the National Restaurant Association, I just thought, well, this is my dream job. 
to be able to work with this industry and these people and to help make a difference so that the restaurant industry could thrive was really fantastic. So I'm thrilled to be here in my dream job working for all of our restaurant owners and operators. Wonderful. We're thrilled to have you. Now, shifting a little bit, can you tell us about your experience with the association and the industry in your first 60 days? Well, I came at, I think, the absolute perfect time. It's probably the busiest time in the association because we have so much going on in the spring. But it's also a time where I really got to see how this industry truly is the best of America. You know, first and foremost, everybody in in this industry instinctively wants to be of service and to help. You know, it's the hospitality industry after all. And so everyone's asking, you know, what can I get you? What can I do? How can I help? Which is really wonderful. But I came into some pretty great programs. So right away when I started, I was able to participate in a lot of the Educational Foundation's work. ProStart had their national ProStart competition within my first week. And so I got to take my daughters to see all of these amazing high school, hard to believe they're high school, but high school students who created unbelievable, clearly Michelin star restaurant quality menus and to see some of the work that they put into developing the management concepts behind the restaurants was great. So that was an amazing weekend just to see those wonderful, amazing kids really thrive and succeed and how they could understand how much that they had within them that they could create and do, which I think is one great thing about this industry is it lets people see all of the potential they have. I got to see a lot of the work through the HOPES program, some of those wonderful firsthand stories about the work the foundation is doing to reach out to people that have been involved in the justice system and let them know that they can have a career and build a life within the hospitality industry, within the restaurant industry. And then what that does for them as far as putting their life on a track that can be fulfilling and really rewarding and wonderful stories there. I've seen the work that the Multicultural Food Service and Hospitality Alliance is doing with their Pathways programs for increasing Black-owned franchisees, really amazing toolkits that the Multicultural Food Service Hospitality Alliance is putting together as well on diversity programs for our member companies. The military awards dinner was right away, obviously, is a big part of the show. And that was great to see all of the military food service providers celebrated in roles that often aren't celebrated in their work in the military. So just terrific spaces looking at all of the great things that the industry does, demonstrating how amazing the people are in this business. Thank you. You've spoken about what you've seen. Now, can you tell us a bit more about your key priorities and how the association will engage with those? Well, one of the things that I also saw that was so inspiring and important was the work of our members at the Public Affairs Conference when so many came to Washington, D.C. to go and meet with members of Congress and tell the story of what's been happening with the restaurant industry lately. And of course, that story has been so important as the industry is working to come out of the pandemic. I think a lot about how we can really drive home the important work of the association itself to help our members thrive. When you think about what associations do, it's really a limited number of things. So we exist for advocacy, education, networking, communications, and standard setting. And within those areas of our core competencies, we really have to think about how we're serving our members. And for us, I think the National Restaurant Association will really thrive 
as long as we stay focused as a member-driven organization, that we're providing the highest level of service to our members and really getting that value proposition out to them so that they're getting more out of the association than they put into it. The other thing that's really critical for the National Restaurant Association is that we're state integrated. We have great relationships with our state restaurant association partners. Many of those are restaurant and lodging associations, so they're encompassing the entire hospitality industry in their state. There's so much that's going on at the state level that I think the National Association really has a role to play to be a tremendous resource to them so that we can help them succeed and do more, as well as they're a tremendous resource to us. I really love coming into an association where our membership is already aligned, where we have joint members. If you join at the state association level, you're a member of the national. If you join at the national association, you're a member of the state. And that's really a terrific place to be because we already are aligned and working collaboratively together. So being state integrated is certainly very important. The other thing that I think is important, and we've talked a lot about this as an association over the last several years, is the inclusiveness of this industry. This industry as the National Association is really here to represent a very big tent. And we need to make sure that we provide value to all types of members within that big tent. So being that go-to source for restaurant operators making their decisions for every type of restaurant that operates in the industry, I think is really critical. And then of course, the thing that we need to do as an association as always is to be relentless advocates. And when we think about advocacy, it is the thing that traditionally comes up in advocacy for lobbying Capitol Hill and making our case to policymakers in the administration and throughout DC. But more than that, it's also being relentless advocates for our members on their story. I talked about how this is the best of America and that's a story we need to tell. And we can advocate for our members by telling that story through the media and then in all other platforms where we find thought leaders. So those are some of the big things for me for how I see us engaging. I'd like to extend a special thank you to Michelle Corsmo for joining us on the show today. As Michelle discussed, the restaurant industry is facing some unique challenges, but also opportunities. The National Restaurant Association is committed to addressing the needs of the industry and helping all restaurants to thrive and succeed. In the coming months, Michelle will return to the Order Up podcast as a guest host for a special mini-series focused on key industry topics. She'll speak directly with our members, so owners, operators, and franchisees just like you, and you'll get to hear their stories firsthand. So be sure you're subscribed to Order Up on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Subscribers will receive all our newest episodes directly into your podcast feed. You won't want to miss these valuable episodes as Michelle takes a deeper dive into the restaurant world of today. Episode produced by Dante32.